for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Welcome, everybody, to another live and amplified livecast. I'm your host, Tom Quiet, and we are back at it again with another amazing podcast. Today, we have a very special guest. We have Stella Prince. How's it going today, Stella? It's going great. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was, um, I'm really excited to have you on. And, you know, when I saw you uh, put in your request, it was, I was really surprised how young you are. I didn't re- like, you know, it, I'm so used to having, people in their like mid to late 20s and then i saw when when i started preparing for this interview i went looking through your profile and i'm like oh wow yeah no so it's really exciting to sit down and get to chat with a young younger musicians to kind of get their feel for the feel for the craft and kind of where they want to take their career even in this early on stage so i'm really excited to sit down and chat with you a little bit oh absolutely um but before we kind of jump into your new single and everything else you got going on you're from New York. How are things going? Or well, Woodstock, New York, because I know I have to clarify, because if I say New York, they're going to think New York City. Yeah, not the city. Yeah. Um, how, how are things going there? Yeah, I mean, they're definitely, you know, really starting to open up, um, you know, and it's it's so exciting to see that. Um, and, you know, for the first time ever, I'm really starting to book a ton of in-person performances finally um, in and around my hometown. Um, so it's just really just an exciting feeling. Absolutely. Things are definitely buzzing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, it's that's kind of the weird part about releasing music at the tail end of a pandemic or in the middle of a pandemic in general, you know, cause it's like, you can't really get out to perform. And especially when you haven't, this is all new to you. It's just kind of like, all right, this is weird in general because you don't, you haven't had a chance to get out and play that much before you release music. So it's right. always, an, it's always an interesting time when it comes to the pandemic. It really is. And, you know, I think in the pandemic, it, it's been so hard to try and, you know, have those outlets for performing. Um, and, you know, obviously in person, that's pretty much been non-existent for me, um, just because, you know, New York has been very careful, um, you know, whereas Nashville is, is definitely, um, you know, opening up sooner. Um, but, you know, it's just, I'm so excited to finally, like, carry my own show and, actually like be on the stage for an hour with like real people in the audience and it's just crazy to see how much i've developed um over the course of the pandemic yeah absolutely and i mean this is really the perfect time to kind of take chances and just like take those opportunities to really develop what you want your show to be like or what you want your set to be like because you're essentially doing it online and it's just like, okay, let's see what happens. You know, like like there's no, like, I mean, I'm sure there's always some degree of pressure to be, you know, at least do a good performance. But if you want to try something different every night, it's just like, cool, let's try it. You know? Yeah. It's, it's definitely such an exciting feeling because I think, you know, starting in 2021 into 2022, I think everything is just going to have, like a huge like burst of 
energy, especially in like the music industry, um, you know, just because 2020 was such an awful year for everyone. And now it's like, you know what, like, we're just gonna pull ahead and we're just gonna start and like, everything is just gonna be so great. And, you know, it's just everything's opening up. And I really hope that you know, it all works out and I get to tour and, you know, um, cause that's something that I've been preparing for, for pretty much this whole quarantine. Um, so fingers crossed. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so before we kind of, uh, continue to dive into everything, what, what is your background? Who, uh, what, what's kind of your origin story into music? Who got you interested in it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So, I mean, pretty much, um, ever since, you know, I was a baby, essentially, um, I've just been completely obsessed by music. Um, and it wasn't really a specific person, I think that got me into it. It was just, I was born with this, you know, just love, deep love of music. Um, and, you know, my parents are not actually musicians at all, but they both, you know, had a huge CD collection um, when I was growing up and we had, you know, vinyl and, you know, YouTube was always there. And so I just had all of these um, places where I could just listen to music for hours and hours. Um, and I was just drawn to it um, from a super early age. And, you know, I was able to, you know, lucky enough, my parents were like, just, okay, well, if she really wants to do this, you know, we'll help her. And, um, you know, they got me music lessons and, you know, they stayed and watched like my performances for like 50 times in a row. And um, so, it, you know, obviously none of this would be possible without them. So, you know, I'm so grateful to them for noticing my talent, um, you know, at an early age and, and wanting to develop it. So. Um, that's pretty much how it started. Awesome. Awesome. Who are you, uh, like musically, who were you listening to? Like when you were kind of going through your parents' record collection, who were you really drawn to? Yeah, honestly, it's funny. Um, you know, their collection was really every genre, which was an amazing learning experience for me. Um, you know, from like big band music to, um, you know, 1950s country, like Kitty Wells and Hank Williams and, um, you know, Glenn Miller, and then, you know, going like into the 1970s, and then like the Beatles, and it's just so much stuff. Um, so that was just incredible for me. Like I was able to like print out the lyrics and just like analyze them at like seven. And it's just really fantastic. Cool, cool. Yeah. And then um, once you finally decided to pursue music, professionally I or well I guess start recording music would be yeah. the the better way to approach it um what what was kind of the, what was that pivotal moment that you were like I want to do this or I want to start writing or I want to start recording what was that pivotal moment absolutely I think you know it was really just in the past few years that I felt I was like ready to take mm -hmm. on like a really serious music career um, and honestly, I, I feel like I've definitely been waiting for that moment um, ever since I was really like four or five, because um, I've always known that this is exactly what I wanted to do. Um, so it's basically just about finding like the right moment to begin. But um, yeah, I think it was just about about a year ago, really, um, like in the very beginning of the pandemic, where I was like, okay, I'm just going to be stuck at home. Like, I'm ready to do this, you know? So I did, like, live videos every week on my Instagram to, you know, hone my set list and started developing a show and yeah. had all these meetings for the first time. And, you know, it was really just 2020 where all of this sort of happened. Um, and my first single, you know, came out a couple of months ago, um, but we recorded it back in October, actually. Yeah. 
Um, and it was just like last summer where I really just was like, okay, I want to release a lot of music. Like I'm ready to do this, you know? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So I did, we'll get to the single here in a minute because there's like three ways I want to go with this. But, uh, since you brought up the doing the, uh, uh, acoustic videos on like YouTube and Instagram and all that stuff, it, that's really how you decide that's something that you started doing back in uh early pandemic so like march that time yeah pretty much exactly it was like the first week of the pandemic where all the schools kind of just shut down mysteriously and i wasn't sure what to do with all this time at home and it kind of just fell into my lap a little bit uh it was just kind of like the obvious next step for me Mm -hmm. um and it really helped me hone my performing skills and Mm -hmm. you know after a few months i was able to do like a solid hour of singing and I had never really done that, you know, um, up until that point. So it was really great. And I'm assuming you had already learned how to play guitar before you started all that stuff. Yes. Yeah. Um, I was actually trained classically in the beginning. Um, I studied it. I could hear it. I was listening to the single and I could hear the classic. I tell this to everybody. uh, There's like a certain precision that a lot of classically trained musicians have with their vocals. And it's just so easy to point out. It's like, Oh, yep. They are classically trained. You can tell. Funny. Yeah. I mean, it's so funny. Um, you know, I always loved like Broadway growing up, but then I, I sort of just decided to go with like that classical sound, um, when I was like seven, eight, nine. Um, and I wound up studying like with a kind of a opera singer, um, when I was, you know, in early elementary school and, um, you know, that really taught me so much. And, um, you know, later on I, I started, studying guitar um Mm -hmm. around 10 and writing my own songs and it it kind of all fell into place then but yeah yeah. was you mentioned broadway was that something that you were considering was starting to do like musical theater at one point i was a very long time ago when i was around like eight nine ten i was i was obsessed with broadway and Mm -hmm. um, i thought that was something that i wanted to do but the funny thing is the first song I ever wrote was actually right when my dog died when I was nine and like my heart totally broke. And, um, you know, I just poured all of my emotion into writing my first song and that kind of stole my musical theater dream. And I kind of just decided, oh, well, I want to be like a famous singer songwriter. So that's, yeah, that's what I've been focusing on. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then what was it about the uh, guitar that kind of, drew you to that instrument specifically? Yeah, you know, it's funny. Um, I studied piano for quite a few years classically um, prior to learning guitar. And I wound up picking it up just for like two months in school in like fourth grade. And I didn't like it because my fingers were like way too small and it just like hurt them. And I was like, I don't want to deal with this. Um, So I kind of put it down for a few years. um, And it wasn't till around like age 12 that I kind of was just like, oh, well, if I want to be a songwriter, I guess I kind of need these skills, you know, so I I kind of just started taking it and I didn't really want to. And it was, you know, only after a few lessons where I was like, oh, well, I love this, you know, but it took a while. Yeah, understood. Understood completely. And then so like through this whole journey, you started writing your own music. Uh, How so that kind of leads me up to your uh, debut single, essentially, is what it is, uh, Before You Leave. How long ago did you write that song? Yeah, I wrote that song probably um, a few months into the pandemic. So around okay. April or May of 2020. Um, yeah. 
Okay. And then you had recorded it back in October. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was kind of just when I was deciding, well, I may as well record some songs and try and see if I can release them. You know, I, it was very unfamiliar to me and I was very nervous about it um, just because it was so new. Um, but, you know, Nashville is such a great place because they're so open um, kind of to help helping up and coming, you know, musicians. Yeah. And so they really kind of just like so many people helped me and they just like told me all about, you know, the best things to do when releasing your first single. And it was so amazing, the advice I got. So, yeah, absolutely. So you went down to Nashville to record? Not this one, uh, Not, but okay. prior to the pandemic, um, we went many times back and forth and obviously you know i continue to take meetings with tons of people in nashville um so i definitely you know maintain a strong connection with them yeah gotcha awesome and so for before you leave mm. what is kind of the story behind that song yeah you know I think, you know, it was the beginning of the pandemic and I was very sad and, you know, very depressed because I couldn't really leave my house and, you know, I hadn't seen anyone in months. Uh, and, you know, I think Before You Leave sort of just talks about what it's like to, you know, kind of just see someone like leave, um, you know, and just wonder like, will I ever see them again? Like. I just want like one more time, like one yeah. more moment before they go. And I think that is something that so many people have experienced, um, especially this past year, you know, just wishing that they could have one more, more, mo one more moment, like just before someone they love goes. Um, yeah. So that's really where it came from. Wow. That's, that's really deep. Well, and that's, <laughs> that's awesome. Um, so I saw are you official you've released a official lyric video for the single. Are you playing with the idea of doing like a, a an actual music video or do you just kind of want to do the lyric video and Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely planning on releasing a ton of more songs this summer. Um so I think definitely a music video is something that I would want to do um definitely in the future, but I think right now I'm just sticking with the singles and the lyric videos, yeah. but I definitely want to do one. Gotcha. So yeah. that's kind of the plan is just do singles. And then would it be eventually leading up to like an EP or an LP or just straight singles? And then oh. once you kind of get out there touring. Yeah. You know, it definitely could. Honestly, my plan is to kind of just release um, a single around every two months. Um, okay. So I'm hopefully planning to release one like super soon. Uh, my next one at like the end of May. Mm -hmm. um, I'm making a big announcement about that soon, um, but end of May and then July and like late August, early September. And then honestly, it really depends. Um, I'm like dying to go on tour this fall, um, which is honestly starting to become a possibility, which is crazy. Um, so it definitely would be interesting to see how many songs I, I would write during that time. And then, yeah. you know, maybe I would release it, you know, as an EP later on, but yeah, we'll see. Awesome. Awesome. It's always refreshing when young musicians like yourself are just really excited to get out and start playing live shows because right, right now it, because you started your career at a point where you couldn't do live shows, it would have been very easy to just fall into the category of being a YouTube musician, which there's nothing wrong with that. Like I'm, I'm not trying to say there's something wrong with that, but 
it, it, it's a different feel. It's a different vibe, if I must say. Um, yeah. And so like the fact that you're excited to get out and tour and play shows in Nashville, in New York, and like just wherever you can, it's really awesome. Oh, thank you. And, you know, I have to say before anything like performing was my main love and that really is what made me completely fall in love with the music industry and music in general um you know like i remember at like four at like my preschool graduation like trying not to smile so much you know because i was so excited that i was on stage like it was (laughs) so exciting for me (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) i love that so much that is amazing um so uh, now that you've finally got before you leave out and it's been out for just about two months, right? Yeah, just about. Um, what's kind of going through your mind right now? Now that you've released the first single, it's out there. It's starting to get some really good feedback. Yeah, I think doing it all again for the next one is starting to creep into my head. Um, you know, I think um, I guess I could tell you that uh, my next single is dropping May 21st. Um, and so it's just like, oh my gosh, like there's so much to do again. Like, you know, it feels like it almost feels like it just came out. And then again, it feels like it's been a year. Um, so it's interesting to just like go through that whole process again. Um, and you know, I just learned so much, um, with every step I take in my career. And I think, you know, it's just a amazing learning process for me so i'm i'm very excited to do it all again uh, and a little scared but mostly excited i got you hey it's fair uh for before you leave did you do any kind of big release like i mean obviously the maybe you could have done like a release show but it would have just kind of depended on everything but did you do any kind of big release party or anything like that we did, um, yeah, I wound up doing, um, I think it was a half hour Instagram takeover on um, Teen Insider's Instagram page. Oh, wow. Um, so that was really fun to do. And, you know, I answered some questions and, you know, it was um, it was really fun. So I'm hoping to do something similar to that for this release. And nice. That's I, awesome. Yeah. Hey, it. you know what? I'm really becoming a fan of Instagram. It took me forever to just kind of like yeah. fall into that Instagram bubble. And it's like, now I love it. I, I know I it's it. totally my platform of choice. It's, yeah. um, I know TikTok, I'm still getting used to, but Instagram is very comfortable. Yeah. Well, I, I can consume a lot of TikTok, but just like creating content, it feels like the content that does really well, they don't try, but mm. the content that I want to make, I try and it just doesn't do that well. And it's just kind of like, I don't know. It's weird for me to figure out. So it's definitely a challenge. It really is. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so, well, let's go ahead. Or is there any other information that you could say about the single coming out on the 21st or is it just. Honestly, not really. I probably told you more than I should, but, um, yeah, you know, all I can say is that it's definitely very different from, um, before you leave. So I'm really excited to, to see the contrast, um, between you. That's fair. Um, so one thing that we, I like to talk about is like musicians creative process. Um, so for like, before you leave or just like songwriting in general, what is, uh, what is usually your uh, creative process when you sit down to write music? 
You know, honestly, it really depends on the day and on the idea. Um, I mean, you know, for before you leave, um, I pretty much had that idea sort of just like scribbled down just like two lines and I sort of had the tune in my head for a few days. And so when I went to write it, um, it just sort of came out in like half an hour. Um, and I was just like, oh, well, that was like really easy. Um, but you know, there are other times where I'll, I'll go to write something and I don't really know what I want to write and it'll take me like an hour just to come up with a title and, you know, it's a much slower process. Um, but yeah, it, it really varies each time. Gotcha. When you are writing, do you, or when you are like in the process of creating music, do you find it easier to write the lyrics first or like write instrumentation? Like wh where do you it's um it's always the melody for me. It okay. always comes out just like a tune in my head, maybe a song title to go with it or an idea. But yeah, I'm definitely a the music first. <laughs> okay. Perfect. You know. Uh and so since you've been writing for a while, how's your process kind of changed from when you first started writing to now, now that you're starting to get stuff recorded and you've been writing for a while? Yeah, I think, you know, when I first started writing when I was much younger, I would get very nervous when mm. I would songwrite because yeah. I don't know, like it was just a lot of like built up like, oh, will this be a good song? Will it suck? Yeah. Will I get depressed after? You know, it was a lot of pressure that I put on myself. Um, and so I wouldn't do it every day. And it wasn't really that enjoyable for me. Um, yeah. And, it, you know, it was just like it, it would probably be about a week or so before I, you know, touch the song again. Um, but now, you know, I really try and write every day. Um, that's, and I, and I love it. You know, songwriting is just a serious passion for me and I absolutely love, love songwriting. Um, so I think there's a real difference there. Would you say it's fair to say that when you were younger, you were more concerned what people thought about <laughs> your music, whereas now it's more therapeutic for you is that i think that's definitely true and i think it also is just so much easier now to think of ideas and just to have everything kind of like flow together and you know just to be creative more um i think it was definitely harder to come up with lyrics um you know at age 10 because you yeah. know it's hard for a 10 year old to to write lyrics to a song yeah. and you know i wanted to be very emotional and very serious about my dog dying and I it was hard because I couldn't really get what I wanted to say out you know yeah. so it's definitely easier now yeah you wanted to write music that expressed complex emotions that you hadn't really felt or uh expressed before I guess that that'd be the best Definitely. It was just, it was definitely hard for me to put that out on paper because I had a child's brain, you know, I was, you know, in like fourth grade and, you know, that's hard to just say that stuff and, and put it into poetry. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, one of the things also that we like to do on live and amplified and just in general, especially with musicians that are really young, we like to pass on knowledge to other young musicians that are maybe, just getting started or thinking about taking that next step in the music business of, Oh, should I start performing live or should I start recording? Whatever. What is one thing like throughout the last year, since you decided to start recording music and performing, you know, just like really give this a go. 
what's one thing that you know now that you wish you knew a year ago? I think that would be to not be so worried about everything. <laughs> like, and just to not like be so scared that it's not going to work out because I think, you know, the universe is just not gonna like let that happen, not let everyone forget about you. And like, it's really like, it will work out, you know? And I think it's just really important to remember that um, because I was so nervous starting out um, when I was like 14, 15. I thought like, there is no way like this will ever happen. Like I'll ever see my dream. Like it's just, it's too far away. Like it'll never ever happen. And I think it was just so amazingly surprising to see the amazing feedback um, that came from this first single. And I think I just want people that are younger than me to know that it actually is possible and that it really can happen, that there's no reason to be horribly scared of it. So. Yeah, absolutely. And then kind of staying in that same wavelength of passing on knowledge, what was that first experience like getting to step into the studio to actually record your music? Yeah, it was really exciting. Uh, just kind of to see the sound in your head come to life. Um, and just really um, slightly intimidating in the beginning. Um, but, you know, after that, you know, it was just so exciting. Um, and I remember like when I got the master track back after a few days and it was just like, oh my gosh, this is like, this is like my dream. Like, it's just so exciting. How or how much um, research did you do before you went into the studio? Because I know some musicians, they don't do a lot of research, which is really weird. Like they just try and find the person that'll give them the lowest rate, which isn't <laughs> necessarily the right thing to do. Like, I mean, if that's what you have to do, because that's all you can afford, right. I get it. But how much, uh, re but back to the original question, how much research did you do uh, when you're ready to step into the studio? Yeah, you know, it was definitely hard. I had recorded like a little bit before through mm -hmm. like music classes and stuff, kind of just for fun. Um, but I, I think the first time, like I really recorded professionally back in October, um, <laughs> there were a lot of things that I was not prepared for. Um, and then going in the second time to record the second song, I was prepared for like, you know, kind of just like using a click track and a metronome mm -hmm. uh, when recording. I did not do that um, the yeah. first time and I didn't really know how. So that was something I had to learn. Yeah. Um, and also, you know, doing harmonies with myself. I could not do harmonies the first time and I was so nervous about it. Um, but that was another thing that I really had to learn. And and feel comfortable with so it's it's a lot of like technical stuff like that mm -hmm. and you really kind of just have to practice over and over again um and then you learn it for life yeah absolutely and that that's one of the important things especially being so young and this being your first like real experience in a professional studio you want to find a producer and an engineer that are going to understand and realize like oh this is their first time they don't know everything so they're either a going to be a little bit more patient with you or b they're going to teach you like hey the, we need you to learn how to play to a click track or we need to teach you how to play to a click track or like however it works yeah. you know so that's like the importance of doing your research and your due diligence of finding the right producer and sound engineer and that guy yeah. that that 
aspect of things. Um, because if you have a bad experience, you may never want to record music again. Like if you go in and the guy, the engineer producer is just kind of dismissive about everything, you yeah. know? Yeah. So. yeah, no, that's so true. It really is. And I'm so lucky to kind of create this like brand new team um, around me that is really just like guiding me um, to success. And yeah. you know, it's just, it's really exciting to see that kind of just build around me like that community of super supportive and helpful people um because you know it, it really just makes all the difference yeah it really does and then so do you you recorded in woodstock right um yeah we actually recorded um part of it in woodstock and then we actually went to new york city um okay. kind of to mix and master it yeah gotcha that's yeah. really cool not many musicians can say they actually recorded their debut single in New York City. So that, that's, that's really cool. Oh, it was really fun. Yeah, it was um, actually in the same studio that um, Lady Gaga recorded a whole bunch of her like first um, demos like nice. years ago. So it was, it was really fun. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. How far uh, is Woodstock from uh, New York City? It's about two hours. Yeah, okay. it, it's not terrible, but um, yeah, we're definitely out in the country compared to yeah, this. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. You say two hours is not terrible, and I was like, oh, that's a Sunday drive for me. You know, because I I just drive a lot because yeah. I live out. Right now, I'm in Florida, but I normally live out in Texas, and it's like three hours just to yeah. get anywhere, and it's just yeah. like okay. Whatever. Oh, it's crazy. I know we have to drive everywhere in the country. Yeah. So it's um, definitely different. I know, like my parents, they both lived in like New York City for forever. And like, I was like, wow, you could actually walk everywhere. It's like, yeah. how is that possible? Yeah. Well, because I grew up in Chicago and I remember um, I lived on the south or my family and I lived on the south side, but my grandparents lived on the north side and it would take us two hours to get there. And that was like the longest trip ever. Wow. And now it's just like, oh, I'll make that two-hour drive, no problem. Yeah, Cake. I know that's nothing. Yeah, so it's just perspective is really funny like that. Yeah. Um, so, but so before you leave is out now, and people can check that out on Spotify and all that stuff. And then, of course, you brought up that uh, you have a new single dropping next week. I, yeah, I guess it would be next week. Sure. Um, but I want to talk a little before we kind of wrap this up. I want to talk a little bit about life outside of music yeah. because at the end of the day we're all human we all need a break from everything what are some of your hobbies outside of music what do you what do you do to kind of escape yeah honestly anything that is relaxing to me because music takes up pretty much my entire day and half of my nights because anytime I roll over I have a thought about my career yeah. you know um but yeah I mean you know I love um you know gardening and cooking and baking um you know I love taking walks and you know I know this is music but I love listening to music can I yeah. say that <laughs> um but yeah you know just anything to really have me escape from my career and just have me just like hang out and you know watch a movie and you know just yeah. chill you know, it's interesting. I talk to a lot of musicians and I ask them that exact same question. And it's very funny how many of them still do stuff very artistic that are still very artistically yeah. driven. So it's yeah. kind of interesting. Absolutely. Uh, as far as cooking, what's your um, uh, favorite dish to make? Oh, gosh. Um, 
I have to say I love baking um, anything with um, ice cream, like ice cream cakes and like ice cream sandwiches. I know it's not like cooking, but like it's just like I have to say ice cream is like my favorite thing in the world because it's so good. <laughs> like it feels so good on my throat. Um, so I, I just love baking desserts. Um, it's really fun. Nice. That's, that's making cookies is something that like I used to do it with my grandma. I used to do it with my mom. And now it's just kind of like, I don't do it a lot just because I live by myself. So it's like, <laughs> I, I don't want to be that guy that makes cookies and then just eats yeah. like this giant batch of chocolate chip cookies by myself. <laughs> But, I know. Oh gosh. Yeah. It's baking is definitely probably the the thing that relaxes me the most. Um, just because like, you know, everyone grows up doing it and it, it always is related to like really good memories. Mm -hmm. um, absolutely. So, yeah. It's so much fun. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And then, so how, how do you actually, let, let's jump into this a little bit. I was contemplating what I wanted, if I wanted to do this or not. Uh, you started uh, performing and doing all this stuff early on during the pandemic as schools were shutting down because you had a lot of free time. Now that things are starting to open back up and it looks like a lot of places are going back to school next year or going back to in-person schooling, how do you how do you kind of balance school and music, I guess it would be the perfect way to ask that. Yeah, um, that's actually a pretty quick answer. I am actually done with school. Um, I graduated high school um, last year uh, oh, wow. through like an accelerated program. And um, I'm actually graduating this weekend um, with my two-year college degree, my associate's Oh, degree. wow. And then I'm going to be done and I'm going to just be focusing on music for the rest of my life. That's Wow. Now I, now I feel bad because <laughs> I took forever to finish school and you're what, 16, 17? Yeah, I'm 16. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. That's wow. would you, um, when, for your two year degree, what did you study? Yeah, it was just like the most general, like, um, like independent studies, I think. Um, but I was lucky enough to just take like a whole bunch of like music lessons and like tons of electives that somehow mm. counted towards this degree um yeah. you know it was like piano lessons for credit and like theater for credit so it turned out to be like amazing um but yeah it worked out really well that's awesome that's um so well then i guess i should be i should say congratulations on graduating this weekend that that's amazing do you have aspirations of going on to get like your four-year degree or is it just like two year and then now we'll just focus on music for a while yeah, I think it's definitely focusing on music um for now you know just because I feel like I'm pretty much meant to do this and this is what I want to do for the rest of my life um so I'm just really excited to kind of begin this next chapter um and I have so many things in the works that could potentially you know really take me to that next level and mm -hmm. it's just you know, really exciting to, to kind of have that happen. So, yeah. yeah absolutely. Um, as, as the pandemic kind of ends and venues start to open up, how often do you see yourself playing? Do you see yourself playing multiple times a week or playing more stripped back a couple of times a month? What do you, what do you kind of see yourself doing? 
Yeah, definitely at least once a week. Um, you know, I'm dying to have a few venues just say like, oh, do you want to be like a regular here? Yeah. Um, kind of just have that ongoing um, show experience. Um, but, you know, I've lined up about 10 venues so far for this summer um, in my area. And I am really looking forward to it. Um, I just cannot wait, honestly. And fingers crossed that I'll be able to go on tour this fall um, on a more serious level, but that's still in the work. So awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And then what, what is kind of the music scene like in Woodstock? Yeah, there's definitely tons of venues um, in upstate New York and Woodstock. And, you know, a lot of them are really open to up and coming musicians. Um, it's, it's really exciting to kind of see that happen. And, you know, them say like, oh, like, well, you know, you're 16, like, you can totally perform here. And it's like, <laughs> great. Like, you know, so, um, you know, it's, it's really exciting. I'm able to, you know, send them all my information and my singles and, you know, they'll look it over and, you know, we'll discuss it over the phone. And it's, um, it's a really just nice environment. Really awesome. nice. It, it, there's nothing weirder than having to go into a venue where it's like 21 and over and you're the 16 year old performer on stage. And I, I talked to a, a lead singer of a metal band that was 17 when he joined the band and they were playing like bars, like legit bars. And they're like, yo, you got to stay outside until the show starts and then you can come in. And it's oh, just like, God. that's so strange. Yeah, but. I know. It really is. It's um, it's definitely weird because I don't feel 16 at all. Like, yeah. I'd say I feel like I'm around 28 or 29. Yeah. Um, so it's like, like when people say like, oh, so you're 16, like, oh, yeah, I guess I am. Yeah. Like, I forget yeah. a lot, so. Yeah, I gotcha. That's fair. Very fair. Um. And then, like, once, as you've been kind of developing a show and once you get out playing, do you see yourself doing more, like, solo acoustic stuff or do you want to build a band and kind of start performing bigger or preparing for the bigger venues to do, like, full band stuff? I think a full band would be really amazing. Um, I think for the summer, I'm going to stick with kind of just honing my skills and just doing the acoustic, um, just having it be solo. Um, but I think, you know, in the fall... If I were to really start touring professionally, um, I think I would love a band. I think that would be amazing. Awesome. Awesome. You know, because it's always interesting to just talk and find out what people see for themselves. Because, you know, there there is money. There is careers to be had, money to be made on both ends of the spectrum, whether you want to be singer-songwriter or whether you want to be, like, just full band doing rock music or soul or you know like country or whatever you want to do you know it, it there's definitely ways to do both now especially with birth of the internet and all that fun stuff so um but yeah so where uh for anybody that wants to check out uh before you leave any of your new music or want to catch one of your shows or anything you got going on where's the uh best place to do that yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, you can definitely find me um, on Instagram, um, which is just Elephant's Music and Facebook um, and all that fun stuff. And then my website um, also has tons of updates, which is just StellaPrinceMusic.com. So. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Well, before we leave, given that I'm from Chicago and you're from New York, mm -hmm. I have to ask a very controversial question. Okay. Pineapple pizza. Yes or no? No. Okay. 
Thank you. Thank you. I, I mean, I guess I get it, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, like everybody asks, like, yeah. you mean you don't put pineapple on your pizza? And it's like, no, I'm from Chicago. Yeah. It doesn't happen. So New York, it's, yeah, it just yeah. can't. Yeah. So, all right. Thank you very much for that one. But um, once again, thank you so much for jumping on. It's been an absolute blast chatting with you. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in, and we will catch you guys later. Thank you.